0: There, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I'm committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. This is episode fifty-seven, all about the newborn journey, y'all. This podcast, I want to first of all hope and really try to visualize you. As someone who is either sitting in their home or maybe just getting ready for bed in the evening time, and you're coming to this podcast to hopefully gain some knowledge and insight about the newborn days. This is not a whole lot of intense strategies or really a lot of marching orders, as some of my clients would call it. I wanted to pretend like this episode is you and I chatting about what to expect when you bring that newborn home. It's an episode that I wish I had four and a half years ago, but to be honest, if I did have this episode, I would not be doing what I'm doing today. You see, I had to go through quite the sleepless months with our oldest, who is now four and a half, and I did not know what to do with her at all. And this may resonate with you. You see, this podcast could be maybe you already have your newborn. You're holding them right now. You're trying to console them. Or maybe you handed them off to dad so that you could listen and hopefully get some insight to why your little one is screaming. Or maybe you haven't had your baby yet and you are preparing for your new little one. Anyway, this goes, congratulations. You have a new life in your arms or in your belly, and this is to be celebrated. And so really just enjoy this chat. I would love to feel as though it's a chat because uh, four and a half years ago, when we had our first daughter, I was struggling with what to do. I had taken a breastfeeding course at the hospital. I had bought those top books that you buy when you're pregnant. I had even gotten books from my husband and those never were opened. (laughs) That's okay. But there really is no preparing you for having a newborn until you have a newborn. Am I right? You could hear the stories from other people, you could babysit, you can nanny all you want, but until you have your own, you just don't quite get it. So this episode, I longed for because I asked my lactation consultant countless times if she could please, please give me a schedule. She would come over because thankfully I was teaching her son at the time. Well, I wasn't teaching, I was on maternity leave, but he was in my third grade class and we also went to church together. So she came over to my house multiple times to help me on this new journey of how in the world am I supposed to have a newborn and feed and keep myself sane? And I asked her, could you please write down what I'm supposed to do? Like, can you please write it on this paper? I had a white lined notepad ready for her to tell me my schedule for my newborn. And she couldn't tell me. And I was frustrated. My mom came and helped me for a couple of weeks. And I was just trying anything. And I remember telling her that I was going to try eat, play, sleep. And she looked at me and said, what's wrong with eat, sleep, play? And I thought, I have no clue. So I want to give you the first insight into your newborn sleep is that there is no schedule. There is absolutely no attainable schedule you can go for right now. In fact, there isn't a true schedule as in every day the same thing happens at the same exact time until six months old. So just take a deep breath. That's not anything to get anxious or frustrated about, because what we can have are routines. So I want you to throw out the word schedule and bring in the word routines. And this is how you can structure your days for your own sanity, but it's also a really, really easy way for you to teach others who are helping you how to create this routine with your baby. So of course, with this podcast, you know I've got you covered, I have a little one pager that is going to be so easy for you to just tack on the fridge or put it on your nightstand or wherever anybody may be helping you to really nail down your baby's awake times because this is exactly how we are going to solve your baby's endless screams in the evening and help them sleep well for a nap and eventually sleep through the night because nighttime sleep has everything to do with the daytime expectation. So I want you to make sure that your little one is only awake for 45 to max 60 minutes and then goes to take another nap. I could pause there, but there's a whole lot of ins and outs that go around this. So that's right, I said 45 to 60 minutes of awake time and then back down for another nap. So here's how this works. In the beginning weeks, your little one, don't even worry. You are only going to be trying to keep your little one eating regularly and sleeping all the time. They're so sleepy babies. The beginning weeks, you won't even be able to keep them awake for 20 minutes at a time. Some babies are a little bit more alert than the others, but I want you to feel a little bit less stress about these early days. Your newborn is really supposed to still be cooking if you came early, if your little one was maybe a. Premi, or they came several weeks early, they're not quite born yet. Um, So adjusted age where you mark when your baby was actually due from, that's the date we're really looking for here. So those early weeks, just enjoy the absolute snuggles, the um, nesting, (laughs) the staying in your PJs and watching endless Gilmore Girls. Oh wait, that was, that was just me. Maybe not. Anyways, enjoy because there is no expect. There are no expectations for that age and that point. Once they get to be a few weeks old, I'd say probably around three to four weeks, you're starting to recognize that they are having a little bit more open-eyed times, and this is when we can really start to teach your little one. Hey. We only want to keep those eyes open 45 to 60 minutes and then we got to get you down for a nap. When your baby is overtired, that's when they're going to completely reject any nap you have in mind for them, whether that's trying to go in their bassinet or their crib or a swing or on you, it's going to be really, really difficult. So when I talk about this awake window of 45 to 60 minutes, this does include the feeds Yes, that does. So I want to, first of all, acknowledge that newborn babies are probably going to eat very slowly. But if you are nursing and you're finding that it's taking 20, 30, 40 minutes for your little one to eat, I would highly encourage you to seek a lactation consultant and just to talk about how things are happening. This is not something you only get help with when you're in the hospital. This is something you should continually seek advice and counsel on. So if you have any questions about feeding and maybe why it's taking 30, 45 minutes for your little one to eat, I want to make sure that You seek that knowledge with lactation consultant, but I will also call out the fact that a lot of times parents tell me it takes 45 minutes for their baby to eat, and therefore, we start to look at the fact the baby is sleeping while eating, and while that's not a terrible thing at this age, what is actually happening is the baby is falling asleep on the breast and then is not waking up, and then we realize, oh, no, we got to wake up. Okay, let's feed again. So they've been taking a lot of little cat naps during this, you know, air quote, awake window time during that feed time. So again, as your baby approaches about that one month mark, let's really make sure that we are poking, tickling, talking, speaking to them, keeping them engaged while they feed. So we can really build the expectation that you're supposed to be awake to eat. So 45 to 60 minutes awake and then down for a nap. That really doesn't leave a whole lot of play time, And that's okay because newborns aren't really playing. In fact, you may be a first time parent and thinking, how could they possibly be tired? Well, they are because they're tiny little human beings and their bodies can only handle so much. If you follow perhaps the Wonder Weeks, I highly encourage you to download that app. It is so insightful, but your baby can only handle so much stimulation. And and just the fact of having their eyes open to this brand new world around them, that is purely exhausting them. So do honor this awake window, even if you feel like well, they didn't quite burn off enough energy. They don't need to be burning off energy like you think, they're just being awake and that's enough for them. So at that 45 to 60 minute mark, that's when they need to be getting down for their nap, whether that's on you, because that's of course, absolutely the joy of having a newborn, or maybe it's a baby carrier, or a swing, or the stroller, or the car seat, or in their crib, or in their bassinet, that is all fine. This is just foundationally helping you actually get them to sleep by honoring their awake windows. And when you've done that all day long, 45 to 60 minutes awake, down for a nap. Up, feed, 45 to 60 minutes, down for a nap. Awake, up, feed, repeat, rinse and repeat all day long you're going to find that that whole witching hour in the evening starts to diminish because the whole reason a witching hour exists in the evening is because your baby is so insanely exhausted. So as you start to implement these ideal awake times for your newborn, you're going to start to see the ripple effects. You will start to see it's easier for them to fall asleep in their crib. You'll see it is easier for them to not be such a bear in the afternoon and evening. You'll see that it is possible for dad to hold them for a nap because they're not depending on mom to nurse them to sleep all the time. You've been honoring their awake windows, and that's really all they wanted. So this little number is something that you can use every single day for three months. That's right. Even up to three months old, I'm going to make sure your little one is not awake over an hour. Things don't start to get a little bit more as far as awake time until four months. And then we're looking at about an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and a half, sometimes an hour and 45, but it just really, really slowly creeps. So don't be like me holding your baby for hours. Like I'm talking three to four hours at a time saying, oh, they're just not sleepy. My daughter is so alert. A no ma'am, your baby is exhausted. Get them to a nap however you possibly can. And there are certain expectations we want to be looking at for where these naps happen. You know, I'm always going to preach safe sleep. So I am not an advocate for bed sharing or co sleeping in that way. But I do love things like the halo bassinet that allow you to have your newborn right next to you. I do love having a swing that has buckles that you're going to watch them because you don't put your baby in a swing and walk away. I do love having baby carriers that you can enjoy them, you can wear them, and you are going to have your newborn rest and sleep on you because that's awesome and wonderful. But something you might not have thought about is the fact that when you, mom, when you fall asleep or when dad falls asleep and you're holding your newborn, you actually are losing your senses. So you know what that's like when you've kind of jolted yourself awake because you felt like you were falling? Well, this sensation where you are actually losing your, your sense of movement, you're actually going paralyzed while you sleep, that is a something that your newborn doesn't have yet, which I'll get into in a moment, but this is dangerous, mom, for you or dad to be sleeping while holding your baby because you've lost all of your senses. And as much as you think you'll wake up, It's a really dangerous place to be in. So while I want you to enjoy snuggles on you, I really wanna make sure that if you know you're going to fall asleep, then we need to choose a safe sleep option for baby so that you don't experience something where you wake up and baby has rolled off of you. Um, That's a scary place to be in and and a place that I actually experienced, um, which is again, what triggered me to come to you and tell you that that's got to be something that you avoid. So safe sleep is always something to recognize. Your newborn is having crazy type of sleep right now. Really crazy. They are making all kinds of little sweet little faces. They're smiling, frowning, getting their brow off the road when they're sleeping. And this is so fun because parents will say, like, my baby smiled for the first time. And as much as we think that that is, like, so great, we're taking pictures. It's actually not a real smile. So sorry, mom they are not laughing at you, dad. They really are practicing how to move their body. And so I mentioned that we are paralyzed in part of our sleep cycles. Well, your newborn doesn't have those abilities yet. They don't have these mature sleep cycles. So right now, they are actually going to enact every single one of their dreams. And their dreams are not about the day or how much they love you. They really are just practicing those body movements. So it's pretty neat to see that. And that's why they're making all those crazy little faces. But newborn development and growth is so complex. And in this podcast, I just wanted to really give you some of that knowledge that I sure wish I had four and a half years ago that I ended up really having of course by the time our second came around i had already become a sleep consultant and worked with many families that by the time our second daughter came Oh my gosh, the sense of knowing exactly what to do was so freeing. I enjoyed so many on-the-go naps, so many naps on us because I knew how to lay the foundation. I knew what kind of routines to put in place. I knew what kind of nap time routine, bedtime routine, timing, awake windows. I knew how to do it. And I never had to sleep train her because we taught her from the beginning. And so this is something that you guys can do right now. My newborn sleep course is the empowerment that you are missing. It's that thing I wish I had four and a half years ago for $32. Y'all, this is the most important product and service that I offer families is teaching them how to get their newborn to sleep well, because studies show when their newborn can sleep well and you mom can get at least six hours of uninterrupted sleep you are at a significant decreased risk of getting postpartum depression. And I tell my clients this, I'm sure your baby is so cute and I'm sure they are the most precious little angel ever, but I care about you. You are the reason that I work. You are who I'm working for. And we have to ensure that your mental health and we have to ensure that your family, your health and your happiness, they're the primary reason that I work because you're the foundation of your family. And so let's build your baby's sleep foundation from the beginning. This is not sleep training. This is giving them the routines, giving you the knowledge and giving you the empowerment to know exactly what to do and how to do it so that we can have a sleeper. And we don't have to be counting down the days to when we need to sleep train your baby because you've taught them these foundations. Now, sometimes, yeah, sure, we may need to remind them at the four, the six month mark, like, hey, this is how we do things. But this newborn sleep course is going to set you right on a path. And I want to read a story right quick from a family who is currently in the newborn sleep course and is really finding their groove. Lauren says, I seriously can't thank you enough for the newborn course. Sleep was the thing we were most nervous about before our son was born in October, and the first few weeks and months were always tough, but it didn't take long before we started to see longer stretches of sleep, and now our four-and-a-half-month-old sleeps in his crib 10 to 11 hours per night. We never even had to wean off of night feedings. He did it all on his own, and we haven't had to formally sleep train him. It all just happened on his own. I was worried about the four-month regression, but other than waking up once a night for a couple of nights. He's maintained sleep really well. Naps have been consolidating too, and I really believe it's because we set these great habits from the start. Thank you. I am so glad I stumbled upon your page last year. Lauren, that is a testament to your work, to you feeling empowered, but also to the real power that learning small steps for newborns can go such a long way. So I'm so glad for that story. And that's a story that I want you to feel as well. Sleep should not be stressful. This is something we all need, and it is something you can begin with your newborn right away. So all you need to do in this show notes, scroll down, click on newborn sleep course, or if it's easier, littlezsleep.com newborn $32 newborn sleep course is ready for you now to implement these strategies like in the next five minutes. So sweet dreams. See you next time.